Fran fam, what's going on? Listen, before we start this podcast episode, I have a very, very small favor to ask of each and every single one of you guys. I appreciate the support that all of you have been showing for the podcast up until this point, but we want to try and get these episodes out to as many people as possible. And how we do that on the audio side is by leaving a review and dropping a five-star rating. So if you've been a consistent listener of the pod, please, before we get this episode started, it only takes a couple of seconds, leave a review. It could be a two-word, three-word, four-word review or just leave a rating do something to get the word out so that we can get the marvin francois show to more listeners moving forward outside of that love you guys appreciate the support but without further ado let's get into this episode you can go ahead and get financing from the bank mm-hmm. and come with that down payment so you can take the bank's money and pair with the hard money lender money mm-hmm. and then you got a deal you're talking you, spicy you never brought none of your money to the spicy. table i'm about to, i'm about to jump you okay. know what i mean you never brought none of your money to the table so here it is you borrowed from the bank mm-hmm. and gave money to the hard money lender and then you got that property so you in a game from nothing just from experience and leverage mm-hmm. right so now Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Marvin Francois Show, here where we talk all things business, finance, and investing. And today hmm. is a very special day because we have none other than my guy, Newt. Appreciate it, bro. Thank you. Entrepreneur, man. Happy to be here. Absolutely. Likewise, bro. Most definitely. And today is a very great day because we're going to be talking about everything and all things real estate investing. I'm super excited to get into this episode, but... Before we do that, take a second, take a minute, take an hour out of your day right here, right now. If you haven't already, just go ahead, slap that like button, show this video and this episode some love. But without further ado, let's get it rock and rolling, my let's, guy. Let's go, bro. Let's How are it. you? I'm can't complain, man. First time here in Brooklyn. Got you. How, how's it? How's it feel? Uh, I'm driving down like this, literally different from Philly. Is like, it really? Yeah, super different. Got you, got uh, you, got. And this is your first official time in, in, in Brooklyn. Bro- I've probably only been in New York. I can count on one hand. You 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 got to get out of the crib. You working too hard. Let's start there. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 every day, bro. Like, you only like how the, the drive is like what, like an hour and some change away, like, a little like bit. An hour and forty minutes. Philly bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Young bull. Young bull. <laughs> young bull. Man, you got you yep, got to. Yep, yep. You know, I'm uh, happy to have you here. Happy that you're having a great experience so far, and, and more importantly, I'm just happy to have you on the show, man. Appreciate I've, it. I've been following you for some time. Uh, I've been seeing the things that you're doing. Hardest worker out of Philly, man. Mm-hmm. Hardest. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, new. We're gonna get into who you are, of course, in a second, right, right. but. I just spoke to some, how y'all call it, bulls? Bull? Yeah, yeah I just bulls. spoke to some bulls <laughs> in Philly, and they told me, hey, man, I'm speaking to some of these real estate investors. I'm like, yo, how's the game going? They're like, yo, it's terrible. I'm like, mm-hmm. why? They said, because Newt buying up everything. That's Listen. what they told me. Listen, man, I I, I know for sure I, I got a goal in mind. I'm just I'm you just, just working? I'm working at it. You know? Newt, I'm trying to tell you. I, I've spoke to some bankers over there. I'm like, How, how's everything going? They said, listen, man, Newt making so much money now. Yeah. We don't even open up unless he know we know he coming. That's listen, what they said. I, I tell people like this. When you come to Philly, you know who to call if you want to see some properties. Come on, man. I love you know, it. You know who to call. I love it. Yeah, I love man. it. And, and you, of course, we're going to get into all of that right now. But, yeah. you know. Let's get this thing rocking and rolling. For those, of course, who are watching this, who don't know uh, who you are, talk a little bit about uh, who you are, Mm -hmm. where you're from, what you do, and, of course, the most important thing, how you got your start. Yep. So, as you mentioned, I go by Newton Entrepreneur, a.k.a. Cornelius Middleton, born and raised in Philly. Mm A little bit by myself. I got a bachelor's degree in construction management from Morgan State University. Shout out to anybody that went to HBCU. Let's go. Although Morgan State is the best university (laughs) ever. Okay. Uh, So, I got a bachelor's degree from there. And then I got a master's degree in engineering from a PWI, predominant white institution at okay. Rowan University. Gotcha. Uh, went there for two years, got got my master's degree. And shortly after that, I got into the field, corporate America. I was working at a, a, a firm. I won't say their name. Okay. A, a great firm. Okay. Uh, I was making 103000 a year mm. uh, at 24 years old, 23 and a half, 24 years old, basically. Uh, quit that job in the middle of the pandemic, which everybody thought was like the craziest thing. Even myself, I thought it was crazy. Right. Um. 
but I resigned and got into a full full time investing. Uh, right after that, uh, after, after the investing started, I kind of stayed there to be honest. And uh, you know what I mean one one of one of four children. You know what I mean the second oldest. I got an older sister, first gen ed college student. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, just born and raised Philly. There you go, got you. you. Know I mean? So so there's a couple things to unpack there. First yeah. and foremost, you know. Being a young 20-something-year-old, yeah. working a six-figure job, going into something that none of us had ever seen before. Yep. Yeah, man, if I was your friend, too, at that time, I would have been looking at you a little sideways, like, what's going on? Yeah, what yeah, you... yeah. So, I mean, what was, number one, why? Mm-hmm. And number two, you know, you talked about transitioning from that job to now going full-time into investing. So why leave the job? More importantly, why leave the job to become a real estate investor? What was it about real estate that you was like, all right, that's the next step? My time. Okay. My time. I tell people like so. So let's let's just unpack this for a little bit, right? Talk to me. So I was only being compensated for forty hours a week, which most of us are, right? We work forty hours and right. really no overtime, right? But I was driving two hours to Jersey from mm-hmm. Philly, working eight hours and then driving two hours back. So eight plus two plus two is twelve. Twelve times five days a week. That's sixty hours. But I'm only being compensated for forty. Boom. Okay. Right. So that's just enough set right there, right? Right. So like, my question to you is. Will you work an additional 20 hours and won't be compensated? Mm-hmm. Most people would say no, right? And technically, that's what I was doing, although I was spending that time in the car. Uh, and then I also, so that's I, that's thing one. And then thing two was I was making someone else more successful than I was making myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't have a problem with giving because that's what it's about. It's about the give back. But I knew if I can do it for somebody else, I can do it for myself. 100%. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's powerful right there, right? But then still... You know, we live in a social media age where there it seems like there's so many different ways to make money now, right? <laughs> Cryptocurrency, Airbnb, Turo, yeah. uh, NFT this, credit repair that. Yeah. Of all of these different fields, you felt the best one for you to take that next step into was becoming a real estate investor, yeah. especially at such a young age, yeah. right? What was it about real is it for you was it the idea of you know we hear all this talk about like generational wealth generate was it that was it more so just a passion that you had in it beforehand that Mm -hmm. led you to it why real estate so so i I did have a passion for it but i i didn't know anyone that did it right okay i I took a class it was a it was a prerequisite in order to graduate so basically i had to take it in order to graduate gotcha Uh, shout out to my homie darius he told me straight up we took a class in Morgan. He said, oh, this this information like common sense, the real okay. estate. So I'm like, you know what? It is common sense. Right. First exam, we flunk it. So I said, <laughs> you know what? That It may not be so common. Right, 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 right. So right. I had to start studying. But after that, uh, my teacher, uh, she told me straight up, like she was showing like HUDs, which is like a settlement sheet showing everything that you purchased. She was showing HUDs and showing property that she bought over the last 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. And she like, I'm only working just because I have a passion for working. Mm-hmm. But real estate set me up. So I'm like, you know what? I got to get into some real estate. So I did that. And uh, my biggest thing is this, right? I want to be able to do something one time mm-hmm. and get paid for it over and over and over. Just like an ebook, right? You said ebook is so many different ways to make money. So if I make an ebook, that thing is going to live, probably outlive me, just like this podcast, right? People are going to keep watching this over and over and years down the line, right? Hopefully. So the goal is for me to do something one time, but still get compensated for it later down the end. Right. You know what I mean, whether I'm still here or not here. So that's that was the goal for me. 100%. And, yeah. you know, what better way to do that than, I mean, one of the greatest wealth building fields out there, real estate, yeah, right? The number one. The number one. The, the number one. The, Remember I, that. There you go. The I, I think one. Doug Depp, shout out to Doug Depp, also yep. another Philly bull, yeah. right? He, yep, yep, he, yep. he calls it the number one subscription-based business in the world. Yep. And that's fact. Yeah, you, know you literally... And, and, when you, when he says that, I I I, I echo that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, uh, ten times. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And because like we're in the building now, I'm driving down Brooklyn, 
Like I'm seeing people, I'm seeing all the different brownstones, and I'm like, yo, only if I can have just one of these, right? I just mm-hmm. know what it means, right? And then to to be able to go through that process, and I'm sure we'll get into it mm-hmm. of getting it fixed up, getting it rented out, and doing all these great things. It's like I did that one time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like literally, you probably at the first you got to pay your cell phone bill every month. Yep. Every single month. Most of you all probably paying your cell phone bill hopefully, right now. Hopefully, right? Hopefully, hopefully, right? Right? Getting paying your Wi-Fi, paying your Netflix, paying your Hulu. So instead of me getting those things, I say, you know what? Let me just channel that. You're going to be in real estate one way or another, whether you get money or you paying money. Mm-hmm. It's that simple, right? And once I knew that, once I realized that, I said, game on. There you go. And yep. then from there, you was like, man, we diving all into this. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get to 100 doors. Let's, let's get it. it. All right, well, yeah. so now, hold on. You So you, how old were you when you first started your real estate journey? Uh, I was 23. And 23. Yeah. You were 23 when you started. Yep. You just turned 27, I think you told me, right? Yeah, like two weeks ago. So four years full-time real estate investor. No. Two years full-time okay. real estate investor. Gotcha. Uh, the two years before that, I was kind of dibbling, dabbling, learning. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And tried to get into real estate, but I had the probably the worst experience of it all. Oh, we won't get into that. We're uh, going to get into it. So, so four, two years dibbling, dabbling, two years full-on, like, this is, I eat, sleep, and breathe this, yeah. right? Yeah. And how many, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I want to make sure that people understand we don't just bring on anybody. Yeah. You understand? On the Marvel Francois show. Yeah, we, bring yeah. on, we bring on the, the, the truth. Yeah. You understand? How many, how many doors we got right now? Listen, I, I'm, I'm going to say not enough, but uh, we got 70 plus doors. 70 plus doors. 70 plus doors. 70 plus doors, man. Yeah. Let me. You about to get me excited, brother. Yeah. You about to. This is, this is going to be one of them ones. Okay. And everything is uh, mainly out of, well, 100% in uh, Philly, correct? Yeah, 100% in Philly. And North Philly, to be specific, right? Gotcha. And, uh, there's gold in the hood. Everybody want to go to those other surrounding areas mm-hmm. where it's like already solidified. Like mm-hmm. they can go there and see money. Like, oh wow, like look at that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? People jogging, people picking up their dogs, crap. You know, right? Like things, <laughs> things like that. You know what I right. mean? So when that stuff, when that stuff start to happen, people want to kind of gravitate to that neighborhood and leave the stuff that we always knew to be home away. And now I'm going there and saying, you know what? I got something for y'all. Boom. Let's get it. 70 plus doors later, we still rock, y'all still rocking and rolling. Yeah, and, 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 and counting. And, and North Philly. <laughs> yep. Hey man. Let's so so let's 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 dive a little bit deeper into yeah. that, right? Two years full on into real estate. Yeah, 70 doors now and counting. Mm-hmm. It didn't start off that way. It, it it you know, like you said, them first two years, it was a lot of dibbling and dabbling. You just learning, figuring it out, probably taking your lumps, probably, you know, going through that learning curve of yeah. really fully ingratiating yourself in this this new journey yeah right yeah let's let's start from the beginning and really break this thing down because i really want this this interview to be a master class for anybody else who's maybe you're on the fence about getting into real estate mm. maybe they're in real estate but they're yeah. getting a little bit discouraged maybe they're you know maybe they got a couple doors and they're trying to figure out you know there's a missing piece that maybe you can help provide them yeah. based on what your journey was from start to where you are now yeah. so so let's walk through that let's go back to your first real estate deal ever okay. talk talk to me a little bit about that deal, if you remember the details of it, the numbers, the whole experience uh, all together, was it a fix and flip? Was yep. it a was it a, a buy and hold? Talk about some of the numbers that, you know, were a part of that deal, mm-hmm. some of the experiences that came with the deal, the good, the yeah. bad, the bad. And, 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 uh, and the ugly, the if bad. there is. The talk, bad. talk to me. Talk I don't think me. it was no good in that, but we'll, you, you'll let me know. Let all me right. know if it was any good to it, right? Let's, let's go. So March 29, 2020, mm-hmm. that was my first time going to closing for a property. March 29, 2020. If you know anything about what we just went through and what we're currently coming out of, that pandemic, right? Right before then, Kobe Bryant had passed. Rest in peace, Kobe, right? Rest in peace. So that was January, right? January, February. Then we start hearing this thing called COVID and, you know what I mean? You, you know, stay away from me, right? But right. We, we didn't have to wear no masks, right? So I went to closing and we were still in close quarters, but they were still trying to keep their distance. A week later, everything shut down. Mm. A week later, you can just do your math, right? March 29, 2020, I bought my first property. A week later, the world shut down. Mm. Home Depot. Lowe's, like 
I can't get no material. Right. No one wants to work, right? So it's like people, you can't even look at somebody without saying, yo, we got COVID. Like, you know what I mean? It was just one of those things. So uh, it, it was like, literally seemed like the worst time to get in at that moment. But we'll talk about later on how, right, how, how I wasn't. Let's go. But uh, needless to say, uh, that very first deal taught me so much, right? Uh, I couldn't get nobody to work. I couldn't get no material. Stores was closing early. They was only letting certain people in at a time and only certain amount of people in at a time. And you had to wait long lines. It was like the craziest thing ever. Literally going through that process, it took me a year to get that first project done. I bought the property for about $56,000. I used something called a hard money loan. Gotcha. So I had already had some money saved up, but most people don't. So you can do that with credit. And we'll talk about that, right? So I did have some money saved up, but I used part of my credit, part of my money to get this deal. I bought it for less. Let's call it 60K. Uh, my goal was to put about 100 into it. So I was going to be all in 160K. Mm -hmm. That 100 turned into like 160, 170, 180. Because okay. I just had to, I tell people like this, if you got to do something twice, that means you did it wrong the first time. Mm, right? So I was okay. doing every phase twice. Okay. Every phase. So I'm just thinking it's a part of the game. When you say every phase twice, what do you mean by I was, that? I was demoing twice. I wow, was doing okay. my framing twice because the first time I did it was bad. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I, and then I would get some eyes on they like, yo, you know you're supposed to pit the door here. You know you need a head of hair. Yo, you know you need a lintel here. I'm like, what the heck is all this? But I did, did real estate investing or educating myself for two years prior. So I thought I had the game figured out. Little did I know, mm -hmm. right? So uh, I'm supposed to be all in like 160, but I wound up being all in like an extra 40, 50, maybe cool. even $70,000 out of my pocket, right? That was all my money. I, I, mean, I literally wiped my bank account clean, wiped my savings clean. Every check that I was getting from that six-figure job mm -hmm. was, if I got paid on Friday, I literally was taking out two, three hundred, pay my car payment, and the rest was going to the property. Like I would be broke into the next paycheck, but people didn't know that, and I'm making one hundred and three thousand a year, mm -hmm. right? So literally, the only thing that saved me, so the only thing that saved me during that project is that once the property got done, I anticipated it to a, to appraise for two thirty-five, or I'm sorry, three thirty-five. It wound up appraising for like four hundred thousand. Mm. So it was just so happened that that appraisal came back higher and I was able to recoup some of those losses, right? right. But needless to say, I learned so much on that process. It was ridiculous. Got you. Man, yeah. that's... First off, when being a young 20-something-year-old yeah. and seeing the world shut down like that, that was a new experience for everybody. What, everybody. What, what were you even... What was going through your mind when, you, when, when COVID first hit? Yeah. You got this new building. Everything is closed. Were you nervous? Were you concerned? Were you stressed? Are you just like, all right, let's just wait this out? Like, yeah. what, what was the mental aspect of that at yeah, the time? Yeah, I, I really didn't know how big the COVID thing was going to get at that time. Okay. So I was just like, oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to boil over. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be two weeks. Little did you know. Little did I know, right? right. Uh, it, it lasted for 18 months, right? Uh, it took me 12 months to get out of that project. Like, it, it was just like the the biggest nightmare, but I, was, I wasn't asleep. You know what I mean? That was like, that was, that's how I can explain it. And I was going through, and one of the biggest things, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll tell you about this, but the contractor that I had literally screwed me. Literally. Like, okay. And uh, when I mean, if I see him today. Oh, it's, oh, it's lights out. Yeah. Oh, you're going to, oh, you're going to sleep. Yeah. yeah that, so, okay. Well, now, now yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. let's get a little bit more into that, yeah. right? Because remember, this is your first deal. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you're, not, you're not true to this yet. You're still new to this. Exactly. What happened there with the contractor? Because I'm sure that that's something that, you know, once again, this being your first deal, your first anything, you're yeah. going to take some type of L. If you're yeah. not, you're probably not doing it right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. What happened there? So he came and gave me a quote. And he was coming to give me a quote for one thing. But notice I needed that thing, that thing, that thing, that thing done as well. So he's like, I can do this. I can do that. I can do this. I can do that. So I said, you know what, though? Give me a number for all these things. 
but I'm going to also get quotes from other people. Mm -hmm. His number beat everybody's number. Mm -hmm. So naturally, I'm going with the cheapest person. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something. If they give you the best number, that's not the best contractor. There you go. Right? I never go with the cheapest person ever since that first experience back in 2020. Right. Uh, But I was literally paying this man a couple hundred, maybe thousand every Friday, Mm -hmm. right, for the stuff that he was doing not knowing if it was done right. I'm just seeing wire being ran. Like, okay, my electric being done. Mm-hmm. He, he, he don't got my stuff grounded. He, it, it was just a nightmare. I, I'm, he running my plumbing. My lines is leaking. He's not doing the air test or order test. Like it's, it's so many things I'm not doing that he was supposed to be doing. Shall I, I didn't know. Right. I just thought, okay, he was going to give me the, his, his word and get it done. Right. Uh, I was paying this man. I wouldn't see him for, I'll pay him on Friday. I wouldn't see him till Thursday. You know what I mean? And then he'd do some stuff on Thursday and expect to check on Friday. But rightfully so, he did do something. So I'm like, you know, I felt like I had to pay him. And that that got me into a big jam. Gotcha. And that, that was, that was you know, we talked about a good matter. That's the ugly, yeah. right? Was yeah. there any other parts of that first deal? I mean, obviously, like you said, you're new. So you you were talking about doing everything twice. Yeah. You were talking about that contract that I got you in the gym. Yeah. Was there any other parts of that deal that also, where you took some bumps and took some bumps, or was it really just those two things? Uh, the, it was really just those two things, and it, I, I I blame myself. I ain't have enough education. Okay. I I, I should have been during that time. I was taking what I learned and putting it to use, and I didn't learn enough. Mm. You know what I mean? So I I, I kind of I cheated myself. Okay. I cheated myself. Like if I would have had more experience and more education, I probably could have avoided. 65, 70% of the things that occurred. But because I didn't have that education that I now have, oh man, lights out. Gotcha. Lights out. Gotcha. Gotcha. Man, that's you said you said a lot there, man. Yeah. That's uh and and you still have this property to this day. That thing cash yeah. flowing. Oh, it's really yeah. so 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 that's the flip side of it. Right, 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 right. So right. it was a nightmare. It appraised for seventy thousand dollars higher. Right. Right. Hear me out, seventy K higher than what I was anticipating, right? Mm-hmm. So I technically got all my money back on mm-hmm. the back end. And then now the property cash flowing. About fifteen hundred dollars every first of the month, mm, right? Mm. So it's a duplex, right? Uh, the first floor rents for fifteen, the second floor rents for twelve. That's twenty-seven. My mortgage is about twelve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and that's with the water bill and PITI, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. We gonna get into you that. Know what I mean, yeah. So you gotta, you gotta know these things, right? Right, 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 right. Uh, but I'm, I'm cashing about fifteen a month. That's, that's a. It's a good pocket. Oh, money. that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. You talk to some investors, they're getting three hundred dollars a door. Right, 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 right. I mean? I'm getting seven fifty a door if you think about it in that manner. You right. Know what I mean, so it's like definitely, I'm definitely cash flowing. Definitely made my made my numbers make sense on the backside. Got you, got yeah. you. But like you know, like you said, you know, people may see that part, but they they wasn't you were there for the the, the beginning part. But they may see it now and be like, oh, okay, yo, Newt, Newt's you know Newt's running up and down Philly buying all these doors. But you had to go through those yeah. lumps. You had to go through those bumps, the bruises, the learning curves to get to a point now. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, you had to stick with it. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people that probably would have went through what you went through and be like, man, this real estate thing is a scam. You know, I would have been getting out of here. You know, I want I want to, man, let me go try something else, yeah. right? Yeah. But what was it about that first experience for you that, you know, you made it through? Yeah. What was it for you that made you go like, all right, I took I took I took some bumps here, but I'm I'm going to keep rocking with this thing. We're going we're going to give it another try again. So, so what 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 it was for me was that I seen other people on social media doing it and showing success. Got gotcha. you. So, I'm like no, I know I can do that. Okay. Like, if they can do it, I can too. Gotcha. It's not, it's not a, it wasn't a competition thing, but it was the fact that I knew that that person was doing it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that person at all. So I'm like, if they showing they got properties and they taking free vacations and they driving nice cars, right. I'm like, yo, I could do the same thing. Like, right, right, right. I know they can't be that much smarter than me. Right. You know what I mean? And from, from that moment on, I just kept going. You know what I mean? I just kept going and here it is. 
You're talking about two years later. Three, yeah, two years later, two and a half, two and a half years later. I mean, we... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We like the top guns. Hey, you know I mean, on, we man. the top young guns. Top you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what so, I'm saying? Doing what we got to uh, do. But I, I, just, I just kept pushing, and uh, I think a lot of people would have turned around. A lot of people would have said, you know what? It didn't work out. And I tell my mentees today, I want to get you off to a fast start because that start the momentum and that start the confidence building. Mm -hmm. Because if you get into something and it don't go as planned, 95% of the time you're going to look and say, you know what? I shouldn't have did it anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's... That's a bad way to go into things. You know what I mean? So I want all my mentees, and just even if you're not a mentee, I want you to get off to a fast start and then get, get out the gates and then obviously hit your bumps. But if you're hitting your bumps in the beginning, you may turn around and say, no, I, I'll see y'all later. There you go. Got you. Man, yeah. that's something. But so now, so now let's get a little bit more into that, right? Documenting that first experience of getting your first property. Yeah. Once again, I, I want to make sure that this episode speaks to somebody that's either trying to get into real estate yeah. or is a new investor still figuring it out, mm -hmm. right? Um, let's talk a little bit about the process of finding a deal. Oh, I'm not, I'm not in real estate. You're in real estate. See, he's man rubbing listen, his hand like verb, man. It's about to get, it's about to get spicy. Absolutely. It's about to get spicy. Absolutely. I want to get it. I want to get into that because, um, I, like I said, I'm not in it, yeah. but I speak to a couple of different investors. And the number one thing I keep hearing is, you know, the, the, the biggest thing is finding the deal, finding yeah. the deal, finding the deal. Right. Some investors say, you know, other investors overcomplicated. It's not that It's not that tough. Other investors say like, man, you got to be up at four o'clock in the morning. You got to be on Craigslist this and on Facebook groups that, all these different things. Let's talk a little bit about that. If I'm a new investor, mm -hmm. I, like I said, I'm either trying to get in real estate or I've been in real estate and, you know, math ain't mathing. Yeah. What does that process look like? How can I go about finding my first, whether it's a single family, duplex, triplex, whatever it may be, what does that process look like? So, so in today's society, mm -hmm. right now in 2022, all you got to do is look on the market. Okay. That's all you got to do, right? But I know that's not the case and that won't always be the case, and that wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. So what I used to do and still do, I'm, I'm off-market soliciting. Okay. Off-market soliciting. So pretty much what I'm doing, I'm finding distressed properties, okay. right? That, that's maybe, I don't even know if it's for selling now. I just know, whoa, we got a lot of pizza means in the door. That means no one haven't been here <laughs> in, right. in, in some time, right? Uh, wow, the grass is high, and it's a bunch of trash. I, even if somebody's living there, they don't really care about it too much. So let me go ahead and try to do what? Reach out to that homeowner. I'm going to drop a little nugget, right? Talk to me. True people search. There's a lot of skip tracing sites out here. There's a lot of them. True people search is a free platform. Mm -hmm. It costs zero dollars, mm -hmm. right? I can pull up your information right now. Mm. Address, mm -hmm. name, number, relative, mom, dad. you like, yo, like, how you just get me, like, in seconds? Right. So true people search. It's an easy way to skip trace somebody. No, it don't do it in mass. You can't skip trace 100 people at once like the other sites, how they advertise you. But this company right here, you can do one at a time. I was literally finding distressed properties. Oh, they got a lot of trash, a lot of high weeds and all that. Okay, what's the address? Punching the address and finding a homeowner through True People Search and calling them. I literally called someone. I had a, class, I had a live class. I literally called that that person, I, I found a property online. I just Googled a, a block. I went through the Google map. Well, that house looked abandoned. Picked up the address. True people searched in front of hundreds of people and called them. They said, he's willing to sell it. That's simple. Right. You know what I mean? So, and yes, there's some other things in there. You got to know how to negotiate and script and things like that. And you don't know how much you got to offer. But just the needless to say how to find properties. Oh, man. Oh, so it's, got you. It's not that hard. So, so the first, so one of the ones that you mentioned was true people search. Now, yeah. is that is that for you? Is that the number one creme de la creme in terms of hey, if you're trying to find a property, ain't no better place in here? Or are there some other streams that you would recommend as well? Uh, some other streams. I'm, I, I I like the sheriff cell. You know what I mean? Well, well, hold on. Say that again and say it. the sheriff cell. Sheriff cell. So spell that. So S H E R I F F 
sell? Yeah, share okay. sell. So uh, before that used to be in person. So here, here's the crazy thing about it, right? The sheriff cell are properties that people there's there's a bunch of different types of sheriff cells. So me, I go off of, I go off of tax delinquencies. Okay. So I'm looking for properties because you know you never really own your property, right? You you may have bought it, right? But you still got to pay your property taxes, right, right? Right. And if you don't pay your property taxes, the city or that municipality can take that property back. Mm-hmm. I'm literally looking for people who's behind in their property taxes, whether they own the building or don't own the building, and literally saying, "Hey, you owe fifty, sixty thousand. Mm-hmm. What you want to do?" Your property is getting ready to go up to pre-sheriff sale. So I'm not getting them at the sheriff's sale because at that point, the city has already taken the property from the individual. I don't want it at that point because it's a lot of dogs, a lot of vultures. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have enough money to compete with the top investors, right? So I can't get it at the sheriff's sale. I have to get it prior to the sheriff's sale. So while you still own it, but you getting those letters in your door saying, hey, you better make a payment to us by the first. If not, mm-hmm. it's going to for sheriff. So I'm contacting you when you got your third letter, when you got your fifth letter, when you got your seventh letter, because you need to get about 50 letters before they really take it from you, right? Gotcha. So I'm contacting you like, yo, what we doing? I, I, you, I know you've been getting those letters. And right. you're behind at 50,000. What, what are we looking like? Right. And I mean, and I'm, and I'm coming with cash. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it'll, you don't have to fix this place up. So that right there in itself, you don't even know. I probably closed about seven deals like that. Mm, 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 Pre-sheriff, though. Mm, mm, so. mm, Pre. Mm, mm. Pre-sheriff's sale. So all you got to do is find tax delinquencies, find out who own it, get in touch and with it. And, is, and, and the share, is that's a website, correct? So it is a website now because of the pandemic. Gotcha. Well, every, every state, every city has their own sheriff's sale. So how it is in Philly, it used to be at this particular location. But because pandemic, everything got shut down. Uh, now it's all online, but even then it's tough. You know, gotcha. you, people just blind in, people just running the numbers up. Mm-hmm. They don't really want the property. So you may really want property A. And you really don't want property, but you just want me to spend more. Fact. You know what I mean? So you saying, hey, I want 70000 for it, but now I got to bid seventy three. dollars you know, when it's not really worth that. Right. Um, so that's pretty much that. But uh, that's 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 an easy way to get some properties. Come on, That's the easy way. Oh, you ain't coming to play. Yeah, not at all. Okay. Okay, got you. So we got True People Search. We got uh, uh, Sheriff Cell. There's one other one I've heard about, but it's paid. I yeah. think he has a uh, prop stream. Prop Is that stream. a good one, too? Yeah. Uh, so the thing about prop stream, you can pull a bunch of lists at one time. You okay. can pull vacancies. You can pull pre- people who have high equity, meaning they've been in these properties for years. So I like PropStream a lot, but here's the thing. You heard about it, right? No, I didn't. I so you, talk you, to you. Oh, so 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 PropStream, it's a really pop. It came out, and it just it, it got off to like a super fast start. Everybody signed up for it. It cost $100 a month, but now everybody's on it. Mm. Everybody's on it. So now it's like heavily trafficking. I don't want to be in those areas because it's more competition. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to compete with the same type of individuals who are going for those same type of properties. Let me go to an external source where nobody's focusing on it and say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and grab these ones. Gotcha. Because those are the leftover spilt ones. Those ones, oh, they don't make sense because everybody want to be here. But now I'm making millions on this side mm-hmm. while everybody chasing the same property. Same, same yeah, property. Same thing. So, Got you. You know what I mean? So that's why PropStream is good. Shout out to PropStream. Uh, but I don't I don't use them too much. Got you, got you. Not at all. Another thing I've heard, um, you know, once again going back to another Philly bull. Yeah. D- Doug Depp, he talks about if for those who know, he's also a real estate investor out of Philly. He's also talked about man, he like you know he'll be on like Craigslist at yeah. like five o'clock in the morning looking at properties. Is that also a viable option, or is that kind of just you know? I mean, he's on he's on his own. Yeah, he's on his own wave. Uh, I, I have never done so. Okay. Uh, and I'm sure there's properties on there and on Facebook Marketplace like. I, that's just not my forte. Not I got a lot of properties coming to me in other forms. You gotcha. know what I mean? Uh, so I, I haven't used those things, but if they work, you I mean definitely, definitely exert those things. Got you. Yeah. So, all right. So now you gave us two good gems, right? We mm-hmm. got Sheriff Cell. We got True People Search. Yeah. You know, we we listening to the Newt the Entrepreneur interview. 
we take the gem, we yeah. run with it, we find a we find a property that looks good, right? Yeah. But there's still so many steps ahead of us before we can really start getting this thing rocking and yeah. rolling. Finding a good deal. Yeah. It's not just about finding a deal. It's about finding a good deal. Yeah. Right. And, and there are some numbers that go into that. If I'm a new real estate investor and I'm looking to find a good deal, yeah. what does a good deal look like? What does a bad deal look like? How am I able to kind of differentiate between the two to make sure I'm not putting myself in a hole Simple. buying something I shouldn't buy? Simple. It's this thing called the 65% rule. Talk right. to me. So what the 65% rule is this, right? Let's say you're trying to, pr you're trying to buy this property right here. Mm -hmm. You want to find something called your comparables, your comps. You, so if your property is right here, you want to find the three highest sold properties in the same square footage, right? Plus or minus 200 square feet. So if your house is 1,200 square feet, you can compare it to a house that's 1,000 square feet mm -hmm. or 1,400 square feet because mm -hmm. it's plus or minus 200. So you want to you want to compare apples to apples. So once you find your comparable sales, you want to find the three highest ones and you want to get the average. So let's say the average is 200,000. Gotcha. You need to be able to buy your property for 65% of 200,000, right? Call it 70% max, right? 70% mm -hmm. of 200,000 is 140, mm -hmm. right? So you need to be able to buy your property and fix your property up for 140,000. And if you can't, that's not a good deal. Just that simple. Just that simple. So some people, 65% rule, but the market has swayed. Mm -hmm. The market has swayed. So some deals, I'm at the 50% rule. Some other deals, I'm at the 70% rule. So it's not just one. I, I don't want you to think that it's just, oh, 65. If it don't meet the 65% rule, it's not a good deal. Mm -hmm. No, you do have some wiggle room there because you may not meet the 65% rule, but you're going to get a bunch of cash flow on the back end. Right. You need to be able to run those numbers on the back end. Mm -hmm. Most people just stop here and say, I don't want to deal. And that's when I swoop in and say, you know what? <laughs> Let me get it. Let's so, go, you know, yeah. slide through and get make it happen. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> got you, got you, got you. Okay, okay. The sixty-five percent rule. Sixty-five percent rule. I hear, I hear a three, a three-lettered acronym mm -hmm. when it comes to doing the numbers called ARV. Talk a little bit about that. All right. So your ARV, your after repair value. That's mm -hmm. like that's my baby. Right okay. There. Like I, I'm getting ready to change my middle name to ARV. Okay. Right? Like that's that's what I care about right now, especially okay. in today's market. Right. Uh so the ARV is what you're going to, is, is the value that your property is going to be worth after you force the value. After okay. you force the value. So you buy a distressed property for mm -hmm. 50K and you put 50,000 into it. Mm -hmm. You all in 100,000 for the whole. Because mm -hmm. you bought it for 50, you rehabbed it for 50. Mm -hmm. Now you all in debt for 100, but it's not worth 100. It might be worth 200, right? So you buy it for 50, you put 50 into it, you in the hole for 100. Now you go ahead and get it appraised. Now it comes at, at 200. Mm. Now you go ahead and cash out at eighty percent. A two hundred is one hundred and sixty k. You take the one sixty, pay back the hundred, and you walk with sixty thousand tax free money. Tax wait, say that, say, oh, say that oh, last part yeah. again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Say, say, say it again, but say it slow, bro. I want, I want to make sure they heard you. Talk, Listen, say that again. You taking that sixty five thousand? Okay. The, after you pay your debt off, mm -hmm. you taking that and you going ahead and that's tax free money. Gotcha. Tax free, like like Uncle Sam can't get none of that. Not at all. Not no, not a, even not a not a penny. Not a quarter. Not a quarter. Not a nickel. Not a nickel. Listen. Maybe a dime. No, no, not even that. Couldn't you know what I mean? So okay. just that alone, but that ARV, that's what your property is worth mm -hmm. once it's all stabilized, once gotcha. it's beautified, once you force the value. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can shout out to my guy Calvin Cannon Jr. He buy turnkeys, so he's buying properties that's already ready to go, like already ready to go, but he's buying them at a discount. So essentially, mm -hmm. he's buying money. Mm -hmm. He's like he's he's literally saying, "All right, how much? All right, fifty. I'm gonna give you fifty, but then two weeks later, he getting hundred mm -hmm. because he's buying a property ready to go. Mm -hmm. Me, I'm forcing my body, so I gotta wait a little bit longer. But now I get it. I put fifty in, but I'm getting out two hundred. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like it's a different strategy, but they both work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So 
just knowing that that ARV is after repair value. So you got to either put some work into it or buy a property significantly discounted in order to have that equity in there to be able to have that value at where you want it to be. Yeah, it's crazy, man. That real estate, that real estate thing is a, it's a beast. Let me tell you something. You drop one more gem. <laughs> I slap this. Listen, mic down I ain't right come now. out to Brooklyn for no reason. You you drop one more gem. I flip this whole table. Listen, buddy. listen, you better listen, stop listen. You better get ready, then. Come on, man. Let's go. That's man. That's that's huge. Yeah. Okay. 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 And we just getting started. Okay. Let's 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 take the next step, then. Right. Yeah. We we found the deal. Yeah. We know what's a good deal versus a bad deal. Yeah. We found something that makes sense for us. Um, we're ready to to jump on it. But remember, yeah. we're a new real estate investor, yeah, right? No, we don't no. we don't. We don't, we don't got money to play with like that, right? Mm -hmm. So we need the financing in order to lock this deal down mm -hmm. so we can make this this property our own. So let's talk yeah. a little bit more about that. Yeah. Earlier on, you talked, uh, you made mention of, uh, you know, hard money loan, hard money lender, things of that nature. Um, I've heard so many different things when it comes to the process of finance or financing a property. If I'm a brand new, yeah. spanking new real estate investor, I don't know nothing about nothing. Wet behind the ears, yeah. breast smell like Similac. I'm yep. figuring this thing out. Yeah. How can I go about financing a good deal that I found, whether it's through, you know, share of sell or true people's or whatever, maybe I got the deal. How can I go about securing financing to lock that deal down? So I, I, hard money is like 95% of the time going to be an outlet when you're a new investor because you don't have no experience. Right? What's, what, what is hard money for those who don't know? Hard money is pretty much uh, a, a company or agency or individual mm -hmm. that got money. That, that would be more like a private lender, but a, a, basically a firm that's going to back you for your real estate investment deal. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Uh, but you're going to pay a lot in fees. That's why it's hard money. You gotcha. know what I mean? So it's going to hit you hard gotcha. because the fees are really expensive. You know what I mean? So okay. you're talking about 10, 12, 14% sometimes mm -hmm. on your interest rate, which is extremely high, especially for two years ago. Right now, all right, cool, not too, too much because rates is high. Right. But two years ago, 10, 12% was like ridiculous. Gotcha. Right now, it's more a little common. Mm -hmm. But uh, so what you want to do is you want to find a good hard money lender. I started out with a hard money lender. Uh, they're not really around anymore. What they they is, they just trying to rebrand it. Gotcha. But a hard money lender, they pretty much lend anywhere. One of the good ones that I like is is Hall's Lending. That's H A U S Lending. And they uh, they well they, House. They pronounce House. They find it. It doesn't matter. I don't have to be in Philly to you, get. No, that's the thing. You so could be anywhere. Say their name again, but say it's House Lending. Okay. H A U S Lending. Got gotcha. you. House Lending. That's one of my preferred lenders. Got gotcha. you. One of my preferred lenders. I use them all the time. And now I'm only putting down seven to ten percent. Okay. So when they when I first started out, they was making me put down twenty percent. Mm -hmm. So if I was buying a property for fifty, twenty percent of fifty is ten k. Mm -hmm. I would have to bring ten k to the table. Now if I buy a property for fifty thousand, they like listen, just bring us about seventy five hundred. Bring us five k. You know what I mean? Because I've been building that relationship. Right. Just like with anything. So house lending, that's the first one. Uh so once you get a hard money lender, you want to solidify your deal. You want to have something called an agreement of sale. You need okay. to be able to prove to them that you about to buy some. And that hard, how that hard money lender is going to work, you're going to any, have anywhere between 6 to 18 months to be able to fix that property up. They're going to lend you that money. They're going to give you 90. Most times they're going to give you 90% of the purchase price mm -hmm. and 100% of the rehab. So now you don't got to front none of the money for your rehab. All you bring in is 10% of that purchase price or maybe 20 or maybe 15% of the purchase price. The rehab portion, they're going to give you all of that money. Mm -hmm. Not up front, though. It's going to come in forms of a draw. So they're going to have it in escrow. Okay. So it's going to be a separate account, and you have to kind of get that money out. You got you to gotta demo, then request your demo money. You got to frame, then request your framing money. You got to do that, right? But I'll show you how to kind of work around that, right? But the best part about this hard money lender, you don't got to bring all your money. You just got to bring a portion. And then where you get that other portion from, that's the key. Come on, man.
That's the Come key. Come on. I, to- I told you about these gems, brother. <laughs> I, I, I to- That's the key. This- okay, okay. So now you there's a- let's break down the hard money play a little bit more, right? Yeah. There's something that you didn't... You mentioned it, but you didn't say the exact term that I know for it. There's something when it comes to getting a hard money loan. Like I said, I'm not a real estate yeah. investor, but I know LaShawn Sean. Yeah. Points. The point system. What was that about? Talk to me about that. Points is pretty much... Uh, the fees that your lender is going to charge you in order to do the deal. Gotcha. That's just like origination fees. Okay. So like, hey, you, in order for you to even start this process, I need two points. So that's just 2% of your loan. So if your loan was 100,000, 2% of that, you know what I mean? So it's literally just origination points. That's really what it is. The the, the cost of doing business. It's gotcha. The, we call that having some skin in having the game. Having some skin in the you game. You know what I mean? Gotcha. That's pretty much what that is. That's gotcha. All. And then also, you also made mention of, you know, draws, right? Yeah. So from what I understand, whenever you're... Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. When it comes to working with a hard money lender, to start out, you kind—I of, think you use some of your money, your your money first, and yeah. then they give you a—you get a draw once like an inspector comes. Exactly. They make sure whatever that phase of work well, is done. Well, then let, they me, pay. let me stop you right there. Correct me. Let me stop you right teach there. Me, yeah, teach yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what we're here for. Talk right? to me. Talk to so, me. So you don't have to use your money. Okay. All right. So prime example. Remember, if I say you got to bring ten percent to the table. So the lender is going to fund 90% of the purchase price mm-hmm. and then 100% of the rehab. But now you're on the hook for the other 10% of the purchase price. Mm-hmm. Let's call it 7,500. Mm-hmm. You tap max. You don't got no money. You pop. You don't have not a dollar to your name. Right. But your credit good. Mm-hmm. Good. 680. Right, right, right. That's it. Right. You can go ahead and get finances from the bank mm-hmm. and come with that down payment. So you could take the bank's money and paired with the hard money lender money, mm-hmm. and then you got a deal. You're talking you, spicy. You never brought none of your money to the spicy. table. I'm about, to, I'm about to jump. Go you know ahead. what I mean? You never brought none of your money to the table. So here it is. You borrowed from the bank mm-hmm. and gave money to the hard money lender, and then you got that property. So you in a game from nothing, just from experience and leverage, mm-hmm. right? So now once we're doing that, we go ahead and run this whole this whole process. Everything just say, it goes seamless, right? We get to our finish line. Now we go ahead and pay everybody back, and now you got a property. Mm. You ain't bring no money to the table. Not a dollar. Not a dollar. Just leverage. Leveraging relationships. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chase, let me get a dollar. Or let me let me get 5000 of those dollars. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, I'm going to get that money to the hard money lender, which is house lending. Mm-hmm. Give house lending the 5K that you want to hook for. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to pair that 5K with the rest of the money all because you said, I got a deal that I want to buy. Mm-hmm. That's it. Listen, so you don't got to use your money. House, I hope you got an affiliate with house because you're about I, to send them a lot of business right listen, now. Listen, I don't, you know what I mean? But that's how I am. I just, I want to just see people win. Hey, house, if you're watching this, pay the brother, man. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, I mean, pay, pay, pay me pay. up, y'all. Hey, listen. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay, great. Okay, but now you also mentioned another thing too, and I actually wanted to get into that next, right? Yeah. You talked a lot about hard money lending, but we want to exact, we want to exhaust every option possible because I don't want anyone to walk away from this interview, this sit down and say like, man, I still don't know what to do. Right. I want you to be be able to provide every resource, every option, every avenue that a real estate investor could take to where they're like, all right, well, I don't want to do hard money lending, but New the Entrepreneur gave you like six, seven, eight other right. ways for you to finance a deal. Right. One of those other ways you actually just touched touched on, right? And I hear a lot of people talk about it. It's even I've even heard you talk about this. Right. Using the banks, right? I've heard a lot of talk about, you know, using business credit and things of that nature to finance the purchasing of these properties. Well, are you do, are you still doing that now? Yes, but I'm always still leveraging that money to get more money. Okay. All right. So I'm always I'm I'm constantly leveraging. Okay. So I'm never I never bought a property outright. Not really. Never. Not you. Okay. Never. Like okay. as many properties as I bought, it don't make sense. Okay. They don't make sense. Some people can argue me down why it makes sense. And I'm not here to argue with nobody. I'm here to show shine light on what I'm doing or, or what I know to work, right? Mm-hmm. So what I'm doing is I'm just taking that bank's money and I'm pairing it with another lender. Now, here's the thing. You don't got to go to a hard money lender. You can go to a, 
private money lender. Talk about that. Hold on. Uh, uh, let me hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me sit up. Bro. Yeah. I ain't right? disrespect you, but let so, me sit up. Go ahead. Talk. So talk. this this what this what we talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, Marvin, I I I I killed the podcast, man. Thanks for having me. But listen, man. Uh, you got you got you got fifty thousand. I mean, I, I'm 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 in need right now. You got fifty thousand trying to buy this property. Your property's going. Your your money's going to be backed by that property. So if I default on this property, you can take ownership. Mm-hmm. You know what, New? You're a good dude. I got you, bro. Let me write this check out. So you go ahead and write me a check out. All you're you're just a separate individual. You're not a whole corporation. Well, you are, but just individual. I'm coming to you as a man to man and saying, Yo, can I borrow fifty thousand? You say, Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let you borrow fifty thousand. Say, Martin, when you need it back. You say, New. You know what? You're a good dude. I normally want my money back in nine months, but because we solid, I'm going to give you 12 months to pay me back. I'm like, this, yes, right? right? So you let me borrow the money. You let me borrow your 50000 for 12 months. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take your 50000 and I'm going to go to house lending or another one of my lenders that I'll mm-hmm. tell you about in a little bit. I'm going to go to them, and I'm going to take, let's just say, 25000 out of your money, and I'm going to put it down into the, that my next deal. So now I'm going to show house lending, yo, I got $25,000. They're going to say, yo, listen, we can give you another two hundred dollars to, to match with that. So now I got two twenty five to buy something and fix something up, but mind you, I still got your other twenty five in the pocket. Mm-hmm. So now I go ahead and start your re- start my rehab process with your fifty thousand, and and nine in six to nine months, I get that property fixed up, I get it stabilized, and I force the value, I force the appreciation. So now I'm all in the hole for two twenty five to two fifty. It's worth five hundred. Now I go ahead and refinance out. I pull all my equity back out and I hit you back off. I say, hun, Marvin, take the 50. You know what? I check the side. I say, this is a good dude. He let me take another 7,000. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving you 7,000 on your money. So you, I just gave you back 57,000. You're like, what's the extra 7,000 for? I said, Marvin, that's just from looking out for me. you like, all right, well, let me know when you need to borrow this again. Right. I said, hold on. I got you. I'll be back next week. So now I'm still never using my money. I'm using a private money lender, which is you. you and listen. Mom, dad, mm-hmm. brother, cousin, friend, auntie, uncle, niece, nephew, they could be hard money lenders. And it don't got to be one of them. Mm. That's the key. It don't got to be one of them. You can literally take money from multiple hard money lenders or private money lenders at one time and literally group it together and then go get something even massive. But obviously, you got to have contracts involved. Talk to attorneys to get your contracts written up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that you can go ahead and have them contracts signed and everybody legally bonded. Yeah, man, this is poetry in motion. Yeah, this is this this is poetry in motion. Yeah. What what what? You know what <laughs> One key point that you made, and by the way, you made mention that you have another lender. I'm not gonna yeah. let you just yeah. slip it. No, you, no, you no, gonna have, no, you're gonna I have do. to drop that. You're gonna have to drop that. You made a great point in in a lot in all these things that you're saying. One key thing that I hear you referencing back to is the importance of just building those relationships, though, yeah. right? Like, you know, for example, the example that you gave with the private money lender, slipping them an extra seven thousand. Now, not only are you showing the person that you're responsible with their money, yeah. right? And that's when we talk about credit and things of that nature. But giving them back that extra seven thousand now, you know, the next time you come around for a deal, instead of them giving you that twelve months, they're like, you know what, new, come back in fifteen months. Maybe yeah. it becomes eighteen months because they know you're good for it. Or they say instead of taking fifty, take this ninety. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you oh. just you just about oh. the time. Let's talk about the money. Let's talk about the money. But, you then. know what I mean? So it's like it, it get crazy on what happens. You don't got I, it. May it, it been many times where people say, you know what, new. This investment thing with, for me went so good with you, mm-hmm. and I started off with fifty thousand. You know what? I'm gonna give you another forty mm-hmm. to tap onto that fifty, make it look like ninety, and then you go ahead and get, get situate me when you get done. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, yo, mm. I'm 24, 25, right, twenty five, right. Like you trusting me to do this, and th- and I'm really out here running these. Like I said, when you come to Philly, new to entrepreneur, new underscore to entrepreneur. When you come to Philly, mm-hmm. when you come to Philly, you know who to hit up when yeah, you yeah. get some properties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you know who to call. Of course, yeah, of course. So, 
Okay, okay. But now somebody, because I, like I said, I'm trying to I'm trying to knock down all objections. Somebody may be watching this and being like, well, I don't have any aunts, uncles, cousins that I could borrow that kind of money from. Yeah. Are there other different places that we can find private money lenders that we can, you yeah. know, get, get get some bread from to finance these deals? Yep. Uncle or Auntie Google? Uncle, Auntie, what do what you mean by that? So, Uncle Google. Okay. <laughs> Uncle Google, right? Okay. Uncle Google, you can literally Google private money lender. Okay. Google private money lenders. So here's the thing. There's a lot of hard money lenders masking behind that word private money lenders gotcha. and still charging those high fees. Here how you know there's this is how you want to know if there's a private money lender or hard money lender. If that hard money lender slash private money lender has a whole firm behind them and backing them and they work for this institution, 95% of the time that's a hard money lender. When you can talk to direct president, mm-hmm. owner, CEO of that of that company, whether they're on Google or wherever you found them at. And then you want to be able to kind of show them what your portfolio look like, or if you haven't started yet, what's the goal, and then how they've been able to help other new investors. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the key. So um, you want to work with an investor-friendly lender. Gotcha. That's, that's pretty much it. If you Google new investor-friendly lender on Google, oh, man. Listen. That right there will take you from here <laughs> to, the, to the moon. Listen, you'll be a couple ends before you know it for sure. I love it. I love it. Now you did you did say there's there's one more lender. I just, you got to drop it, brother. I, I don't I don't want to put you on the spot. You said it, not listen, me. Listen, all right, listen, y'all. Lima One Capital. Say it say it again. Lima One. That's L I M A O N E Capital. Okay. They are really big with helping new time like newbie investors. I'm talking about you never did a deal before. Right. You don't even know what it probably looked like. You've mm-hmm. never even seen the top of your roof. Right, right, right. You, know right, I mean? right, like, right, you don't right. know nothing. But you could tell them, hey, I think I want to buy that property over here. I got a little bit of knowledge, got a little bit of decent credit. I'm trying to buy it. They'll help you through from start to finish. Start to finish. And they got a new division where, though, if you need people to help you rehab the property, mm-hmm. they got specialized contractors. They got contractors that's that's affiliated to them mm-hmm. that they know are trusted and say, you know what, Marvin, you don't know how to do properties, but you got some type of ambition to get properties and you don't know how to rehab it. All right, we're going to get the money, but you got to pay John. And John is one of our referred contractors. Mm-hmm. Now they know John will get your property done and they're going to get their money back mm-hmm. and you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a business in a box. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, it, it get crazy, man. Nope. Listen. Nope. That's what it's about. Nope. I'll flip your chair over right now, brother. Listen, you, man. You, you do you're doing a lot right now, brother. Man, they gotta get this work. Man. You're doing a lot right now, they, brother. They I don't know. This, this is this is some this is phenomenal stuff, bro. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yep. Uh, can we keep going? Is that all right with you? Listen, as long as they want to hear more game. I just want to make sure it's all right with you. Yeah, that's perfect with me. All right. I got I got I got a roller deck. All right, there you, you go. Okay. I mean? All right. So now watch this, right? We found the deal. We know we know what a good deal looks like versus what a bad deal looks like. We found out different ways to finance it. Lima One Capital, house, you know, house lending. Am yep, I saying it right? Yep, house lending. Uncle Google, Auntie Google. The yep. list just goes on and on and on. We lock the deal down, right? Yeah. Oh, but well, we're in, still in the process of locking the deal down because there's another step to this process that, quite frankly, yeah. personally, I feel like I don't hear enough real estate investors talking about. Yeah, I keep hearing this thing about. Well, I know of this thing that's is is called running title, mm. dealing with title companies, right? Most important thing. And I don't hear enough people talking yeah, about it. So yeah. I, I would be remiss. Like I said, I want this to be a master class. I'd yeah. be remiss if I didn't ask you about that. Let's dive a little bit more into that. For those who don't know, if I'm a new investor, yeah. what does that mean? What is running title? What does it mean to deal with a title company? And why is title yeah. so important in this process of us securing that first property? Title is everything, right? No lender, mm-hmm. literally no lender, mm-hmm. most lenders. But I don't want to say no because there's probably at least one person out there and that would contradict that, right? Mm-hmm. But most lenders... It's not going to fund that deal if the title is not clear. Gotcha. Right? So when you go to the title company, 
uh, you can just Google real estate title companies. There's a thousand of them out here, millions of them out here. They're going to open, you're going to open up title on a specific property, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say the property is one, two, three, four Main Street. Mm -hmm. You say, hey, title company X, I want you to open up title on one, two, three, four Main Street and let me know if anything comes up. So you ever seen that commercial and like, show me the Carfax. Mm -hmm. Pretty much the running title is the Carfax for the property. Okay. So it tells you how many owners it was, when the last time it was sold, is there any liens, is there any judgments, any, is there any back taxes, back water bill, back gas bill. It's literally everything on that property in, in one. Gotcha. So as long as you don't have nothing negative on that report, 95% of the time it's going to be able to be funded, right? Mm -hmm. Unless something subliminally or if there's a probate. Like we don't talk about that a lot where someone passed away and they don't have a will. Oh, man. Oh, that's all. Talk about that. All right. Listen. If you don't have a, a living will uh -huh. or a trust mm -hmm. to be at a hand, hand or a trustee to handle your estates, right? And you, God forbid, pass and leave this earth, it's going to go to probate. You're going to have to deal with the city, okay. right? So now dealing with the city, the city going to get involved, and there's a lot of transfer taxes and a lot of things that's going to negatively affect your family when you were doing something positively here to set them up, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but. That's all I'm gonna say about that for right now. Let, yeah, me, yeah, yeah. let me jump go, back, go back into let's the. Go, let's go. Let me jump back into the title search. So now that you got your Carfax for the property, mm -hmm. now the property is technically good enough for you to buy, right? There's no right. lien, there's no back tax, nobody's trying to sue you. Nobody slipped and fell back in 1989, still pending a a, 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 a lawsuit. Now once you get these things done, at that point you can now get title commitment, which is title insurance. Mm -hmm. So now that title company is going to insure that property and say, listen. From this very moment right here, there's not going to be anything negatively that can pop up in the past. Now, in the future, things still can occur, mm -hmm. but nothing from the past can come haunt you, and mm -hmm. that's what you want. So if the property don't have a clear title, you're not going to be able to get title insurance. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get title insurance, you can't buy the property. Mm -hmm. You can't buy the property. You don't have a deal. If you don't have a deal, you ain't making that mill. You ain't say, oh, I, oh, uh, oh, oh, say, that, say that last part again. I like that. Hold on. You up. ain't making that mill. You ain't making that mill. You so, so I mean? like you said, title is everything. Everything. Title is everything. everything. Is and it's not. And now my question is, when it comes to finding a good title company, are those? Is it fluctuate and vary depending on what stage you're in, or is it kind of just, oh, man, this man took a deep breath. My, talk to me. I don't know. Man. You look like you've been through some things, brother. I, talk to me. Have I? Talk to me. Talk title to me. Title companies are super essential. It's, it's literally like it's literally like your barber mm -hmm. or your hairstylist. Mm -hmm. You know how you like, yo, I, I'm committed. Like, I'm not about to be going to seven different barbers. Like, mm -hmm. you, like you just embedded mm -hmm. to that individual. Like me, I only really want to close at one title company. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because they make things seamless and they got enough coverage. Should something go wrong, mm -hmm. you want to be able to be somewhere with someone mm -hmm. who can protect not only themselves but you because you're their you're their client. Gotcha. Right. And a lot of title companies, they may have not enough insurance or enough insurance that only cover them. So if something arises, you on your own. Mm -hmm. Like, like imagine you paying insurance every month for your car. You got you paying. Geico, Progressive, or State Farm, and you paying insurance every month. They take it out your account. They send you confirmation. Thank you, Marvin, for paying your bill this month. See mm -hmm. you next month. And then you go ahead and get, God forbid, get into a, a little fender bender, nothing major. Right. And you can't get nobody on the phone. Mm. They like Marvin. Uh, yeah, bro, you gotta handle that on yourself. Mm -hmm. You like yo, I, right. I pay you every month for, and I can't get no assist. Like that's how it feels going to the wrong title company. You okay. need someone, you need a title company that's going to do their due diligence, not only on a property, but on a seller. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I, I, I want, all, like, whether the seller is an individual or entity, because we, a lot of us like to hide behind our LLCs and S-Corps and all that, and which is great, right? Because it's a limited liability company. Right. But 
you want a title company that can kind of weed through that and say, all right, you know what, the owner is Marvin. Although you hot behind right. uh, uh, Investments LLC. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that, that picking the right title company literally can make or break your deal. Man, 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 yeah. man, 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 man. Yeah. Brother. Brother. Yeah. Okay. Let me set up. Listen, you got to get ready. You got to, I got, I got, I got to get ready, man. Yeah. Okay. So the title company you work with now, is that a, like if I'm in, do I have to be in Philly to work with the title company that you work with or uh, is it? Uh, no, they do have remote. They do, ha like they can send you a mobile closer. You want to name drop them or you want to keep it on? I, yes, I, I do. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go go uh, ahead, bro. Talk to Terra them. Abstract. Okay. Uh, they out in Warrington, Pennsylvania. So they're not even in Philly. So I, it, when I close, I'm driving 45 minutes out of the city to get the closer. Oh, they, they that good. Yeah, oh, they that good. T I, say, spell it out Terra Abstract. T-E-R-R-A mm -hmm. Abstract. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I work with uh, Beth, Carla, oh, you and, and, and Shannon. This man is giving names yeah, so, so, at the so title So reach company. out to Terra Abstract. You can reach out to Beth, okay. Carla, or Shannon. And let them know that Newt slash Cornelia sent you, and they're going to they take care of you. Mm -hmm. That's who I close with. That's my preferred, my preferred title agency. Mm -hmm. uh, they have lawyers there. They have attorneys there. Mm -hmm. You can get a will. You can get a trust. You can mm -hmm. get a living will, which we don't talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody want to talk about the trust, and I get it, but there's other pros and cons to uh, everything. Right. Uh, but they can pretty much do everything in-house, you know what I mean, for an affordable rate. Terra Abstract. Terra Abstract. This man is giving not only the names, the names within the company. That's how you know you're going doing good business. Yeah. I done probably closed... Uh, you yeah. I mean, you don't got to say the number. I probably, that, I, this man took a deep sigh saying, we done a good business I together. I probably done closed about 40 deals with them. Beautiful. 40 deals with and them. And counting. And counting. Yeah, right. And I got one next week on the 16th. See? Or, or, or 15, whatever that Thursday is, Friday is. Got you, yep. got you, got you, got Man, man. Yeah. Okay, okay. So now, now we understand, like you said, title is everything. Understanding mm -hmm. the importance of title, why, what role a title company plays in this process yeah. that we're going through as a new investor. Yeah. So we've gone through all of that. Congratulations, we got our property, right? But mm. once again, the work isn't done. Not even started. Oh. <laughs> oh. Not even started. So, Because now, if we're buying a distressed property, mm -hmm. you know, we, we ain't renting out the distressed property. We got to fix that thing up. It's time for the rehab process, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Now, this is where things get really interesting. Mm -hmm. And this is where we go back to your experience that first go around as a real estate investor. Contractors. Yeah. The contractors. Let me money. tell you this right here, right? Talk to me. Let me look directly in the camera. Oh, it's getting real. If I'll, your I'll contractor you. tells you he or she can do everything, they're fired before hire. Say it again. All right? They're fired before hire. So if you tell me, if I'm asking you, yo, Marvin, I see you, you, you're pretty dirty. You, you, you look like you work in the field. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Everything. I'm done with the conversation. Thank you, sir. Immediately. Immediately. There, there's no more to talk about. You're telling me you do everything? I don't want that type of person on my team. No. What do you specialize in? Mm -hmm. Everything. Oh, thank you. I appreciate your time. That's it. Next. You don't even get an opportunity. And little <laughs> did you know, I got 40, 50 projects at one time. You could have been with me for the rest of your life. Right. Working. Right. Like, not not soliciting new business because mm -hmm. I have the business. I have the work every day. Mm -hmm. Like I said, when you come to Philly, you know who to ask for. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> like, that that alone, if your contractor said they do everything, you can just run. So, so, I mean, you answered my question before I could even ask it, right? Because I was getting ready to ask, like, hey, what are we, what is it, what are we looking for in a contractor? You kind of just broke it down right there. Yeah. You don't want a contractor that's over here selling you, you know, false hope that yeah. I could, I'm, you know, I do sheetrock, plaster, taping, I do roofings. But, but they could, they, the thing is, a lot of contractors can do multiple things. 
So gotcha. I don't I don't want to be naive to that mm-hmm. to say like oh you only can specialize in one thing. Mm-hmm. Like you could be good at plumbing and roofing, mm-hmm. but those two things don't coincide with each other, and they're not predecessors to one another or successors. Okay. So well, and theoretically not really right, not in the perfect world. Uh so it's okay to have them do that those two phases. Mm-hmm. But my plumber can't be my electrician, right? Can't be my HVACer or my HVAC technician because those things can go on chronologically, mm-hmm. uh, literally at the same time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, following each other and, and, and concurrently. Mm-hmm. So if, if if you're doing HVAC, you can't be doing my plumbing. Mm-hmm. If you're doing my plumbing, you can't be doing my HVAC. Mm-hmm. So I need different tradesmen or tradeswomen at, at that time to be able to get my project along. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, if you're doing something in the beginning and the end, so be it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I have that multiple times hired two guys or one guy for two different phases in the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing critical phases at the same time, if you're doing plumbing, something else is not getting done because you're focused on plumbing. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. So that's why I don't hire that same guy to do multiple trades right behind in one another. So when it comes to getting contractors for these projects, are you getting a contractor for every single... Because, I, I, like I said, I follow you. I know you yeah. have a guy for your demo, yep. right? Shout out to SD. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Y'all see it right here. Y'all see the camera? Shout out to my guy, Sharif, man. Best demo guy in the world. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm stamping that. In the it. world. You know what it. I mean? So now that, that's my next question to you. This is a two-part question. So the first part of the question is, do I need to get a contractor for every phase of the project? Okay. And the second question is, whether I do or I don't, how we go about finding these contractors, right? Because that's the most important thing. I'm a new investor, yeah. right? Talk to me. You're Talk. a newbie. I don't, you, I don't you, know you, nothing. You fresh out. I'm you not, know what I mean? So, so, no, you do not need to get a different contractor for each phase of the job, mm-hmm. right? Uh, can you do so? Yes. Have I done it? Yes. Is it the best form of action? No. And, okay. And here's why. And I'll answer the second part. I noticed that when you do, when you sub out everything, that's called a subcontractor. Mm-hmm. When you sub out every single phase, your overall rehab number becomes like this mm-hmm. because everybody's charging you their individual rate. Right. But when you say, yo, Marvin, you paint, you do doors, and you do trim, what's in the quote for all three? Mm. So now you say, oh, you're going to give me all three, you're going to give me three jobs instead of that one? Yeah. So instead of charging you four, four, and four, which would have been 12, you're like, you know what? I can do all of it for 95. You know okay. what I mean? Now I'm saving money, but now I'm grouping some things along. So that's, like, I've been finding that to be super successful uh, and, and good. And then, uh, the, what was the second part of that question? The second part is, where are we going to find these contracts? I know, uh, one, one thing I hear a lot of real estate investors, oh yeah, you go to the parking lot in Home Depot and blah, uh, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Where, where am I finding these people at? Uh, that, that's, a good, that's a good one. I find a lot of my guys uh, or, or females or, or ladies uh, on the site. So, you don't like I, I have picked up contracted from Home Depot. My mm-hmm. my very trusted one, shout out to my guy Carlos. Mm-hmm. Uh I picked him up from Home Depot mm-hmm. and he'd been working with me for two years. This guy was at Home Depot passing out business cards mm-hmm. every day, soliciting work. Hey, 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 I do I do paint. Hey, do I do plumbing? Hey, I do floors. Mm-hmm. And people will use him here and there for one of our jobs and then don't pay him or pay him a little bit and kick him up to kick him to the curb. And he back at Home Depot giving out business cards. And I, I noticed that I I got a stack of cards like this at home in like a rubber band. And I have Carlos' cars like four or five times. And that stuck out to me. Like, why I got the same car? I put it to the side, go through the, another one, another one. And I'm like, yo, this is all the same guy, Carlos. Mm-hmm. I said, yo, he's really pumping. Mm-hmm. He, 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 like, he out here marketing. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I'm going to give him a call. Every since then, Mark, Carlos. That's your guy. Been, Carlos ain't been back to Home Depot since. Oh. Two years later. Oh. You know what I mean? Right. Two years later, he got three trucks now and everything. He, mm-hmm. he doing the thing. Right. But that's one way. But the second way, which is for me, well, it's my first way, and it's like the most dominant way in today's society mm-hmm. is to pull up on other people's job sites. Okay. Right? So if you're doing a project right in, in, in North Philly, South Philly, West Philly, Center City, 
and I'm riding around, I'm, I'm going, I'm doing my daily commute, and I ride by something that I look to be like, oh, that looks pretty, pretty, pretty decent. They they follow OSHA requirements. They got their hard hats on. They got their vest on. Mm-hmm. I mean, the job site is clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, let me go, let me pull over. So I've been making my hazards on. Hey. You know what I mean? Some guys don't speak English. Don't they style jefe? Like, where's the boss? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, like I, okay. I'm, I'm starting to know these things. So I'm, I'm figuring out exactly uh, who, who the boss is. And if you are the boss, hey, you got a car, you got a number. Do you mind if I take a walk in? Mm-hmm. Most times they don't know what I'm saying because they don't speak English. And if they do, they say, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going in there and I'm able to see the actual, the, the craftsmanship, the, the work that's being displayed. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, did you do this? See. They like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, let me, go ahead. Let me see. Then they go, they, they get in action. So I'm watching them tape, putting the drywall up. I'm seeing, I'm like, yo, this boy raw. Mm-hmm. Let me get your number. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 95% of the time, I'm going to give y'all a gem. 95% of the time, the, the people that's working for this particular property, they working underneath someone else, right? So okay. it, there's a boss that's not on the job site. Right. But his workers are, mm-hmm. right? I don't really care to get the boss number because the boss not there. He's mm-hmm. gonna charge me to be the boss, mm-hmm. right? He's gonna charge me to have his guys. Come yeah, he's, he's gonna be the right. middleman. He's gonna be the middleman, making a couple thousand dollars off of me, and I'm not counting nobody's pockets. Mm-hmm. I never do. Right. But if I can go direct to the source, mm-hmm. why not? You mm-hmm. here? You actually the one putting the ceramic down. Mm-hmm. Not your boss. You want to give me the boss number? I'm like, give me a number. They give me the number. I call it. It's the boss in the office. Mm-hmm. No, what's your number? Like, what's your phone in your pocket? What's mm-hmm. that number? Yeah. And I get their number, and now I can go ahead and get them work separately. You know what I mean? Sometimes they be honorable and say, no, I don't want to get the work. Sometimes they may not be happy at their job. That's and a they fact. Say, you know, and say, you know what? I'm going to take an opportunity, and I got two guys like that right now. Mm-hmm. They've been with me for two and a half years. Yeah, ain't no more Donde Esta Jefe. Yeah, no jefe, more. Jefe, jefe right here. Yeah, yeah, Grande Jefe, <laughs> the big Jefe. The big Jefe. The, the big you boss, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's how That's how you find your contractor and make sure they, they solidify. You said something else that was key. And another three-letter, another three-letter, and this one is probably going to make you make, make you jump a little bit. Another three-letter acronym, because you mentioned this, but you didn't really mention it, but I'm going to mention it. Yeah. L and I. Oh, oh you, baby. Oh, you, you thought I didn't know. Listen. <laughs> you thought I didn't know. Oh, my goodness. Talk, talk, now, there are people that are watching Sheesh. this that's like, they're like, what's, what's, what's an L and I? But this is important. It doesn't matter if you're in Philly. It doesn't matter if you're in Baltimore. It doesn't matter if you're in New York. Whatever the case may be. L and I is another important one, right? Yeah. First of all, explain to people who don't know what L and I is. The enemy. This man said the enemy. And also explain why it's so that's another part that I don't hear a lot yeah. of people. We always hear about, you know, the the fun stuff or the the, the glitz and the glamour of real estate. But man, we I want to get into the details. Yeah. Man, I want to get into the nitty-gritty because once again, I want this sit down to be a master class for yeah. a new investor. Yeah. What is L and I? Why are they so important? And even if I'm not in Philly and, and I am where I am at, how do I, you know, maneuver around them for to get this project done? Perfect. LNI is license and inspection, mm-hmm. right? That's the department that can come in and shut you down. Most times you see that in health and, and, and restaurants. LNI will come shut a restaurant down. They got a health violation. Mm-hmm. And they can't sell food anymore, right? Mm-hmm. But LNI also does that same thing with residential. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a love-hate relationship with LNI. LNI is a really, really good safeguard mm-hmm. for newbie investors that don't know real estate to ensure they're getting their project done correctly by their contractors. So L and I can come in and be the liaison and say, hey, that framing don't don't is not per code. And now you as a homeowner can get on your contract and say, yo, I felt my inspection. You got to make it look like this. Now you can ensure that your work is being done the right way. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a safeguard. Right. That's that's literally insurance right there. Right. Free insurance because you don't got to pay L and I to come out. Well, mm-hmm. yes, indirectly. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of. So it just depends. But uh, on the second side of that. 
the 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 hate side of that relationship is the fact that Eleanor are hiring in today's time mm -hmm. new inspectors. Mm -hmm. Listen, y'all, I'm not bragging. I have a master's degree in engineering. I I I got a certain level of, of educational debt, not really, but I done been in schooling for a while mm -hmm. to be able to then have a master's degree in engineering. Mm -hmm. I worked in corporate America for two and a half years. You know what I mean? Making great money. I know what construction consists of. You a newbie that that spent Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in a training for two hours a, or six hours a day <laughs> coming to inspect my job site. You don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So now you're an inspector. As Eleanor, you're trying to tell me on my job site something that you learned on a weekend and you was texting 35% of the class. You wasn't even paying attention. Right. But now you're coming to my job site telling me I'm doing something wrong because of what you thought you heard at your training. No homeboy or homegirl. I've been doing this for a minute. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So it's literally a love-hate relationship with me. Like I, some days I'm like, I'm like this. Oh, nah, yes. Some days I'm like, I'm ready to go to war. Mm -hmm. I'm going to war because you are preventing my millions from being made because of your inability of understanding what you learned in your three-day training. Mm -hmm. Now you may have an inspector that's been there for 13, 14 years. And that, guess what? Those are the ones that understand what's being done. Those are the, those are the ones to understand this. There's a new, there's technology, right? iPhone 14 about to come out. Mm -hmm. Things been progressing, right? So you, so you learned in your, you learned in your three day class to use this type of board, but you don't know that two weeks later, a, the newest board came out right. that's even better than the old board. Now you trying to revert me back. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, we have to move with the time, and most times, uh, nah, I can't do that mm -hmm. and won't do that. So that's why it's a love hate relationship, but. Like I said, if you're a new investor and you're trying to get in, LNI is required in the city of Philadelphia to do any type of construction. So we do use them often. We do have a good relationship with them, but it sometimes can be not the best. You know what I mean? Key, what are some key things that we, we can make sure we're doing on our property to ensure that whenever, like I said, because LNI is a Philly thing. If I'm in yeah. Baltimore, New York, whatever it may be, what are some key things that I want to make sure I have uh, in place at my property during the rehab process to ensure that when somebody from LNI comes through, you know, I'm not over here, you know, banging my head against a wall because they over here, you know, talking about this is a violation, violation, violation. Yeah. It's number one thing, safety. Okay. Safety first. So, like, handrails. If you got, like, stairs, handrails. Uh, clean job sites. Okay. Uh, all, all that. Like, I, I, there's not many places for the guys to eat, right, but in the property. Mm -hmm. uh, unless and, and there's not many places. I'm going to keep it real. There's not many places for your guys to use the bathroom unless you have a porta john mm -hmm. like a porta potty. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to put a porta potty in North Philly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's the neighborhood bathroom now. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. For all the type of people that's just walking around. Hey. So I, 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 sometimes I tell my guys, like, listen, we got to go to the nearest Rite Aid or Home Depot or Lowe's or McDonald's. And, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of things that go on a job site that probably shouldn't be going on. So just want to make sure safety is number one, mm -hmm. the, the cleanliness of the project, you know what I mean? Make sure everything is clean. And then last but not least, having the plans on site that you're supposed to be following in order for the inspector to know what's happening. That's like the three major things, and uh, if you if you do that, you, you'll be somewhat okay. You'll you be alright. You'll be you'll be alright. You yeah. know what I mean? You'll be okay. But there's still some things that can probably go wrong. But for the most part, you'll have all your dot, all your eyes dotted and your T's crossed. Boom! There you go. All yeah. right. So now, found the deal, financed the deal. Yeah. Financed the deal, fixed it up. We went through L and I. We went through title. We went through all these different things. Yeah. Let's say we're 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 at, you know, we've gone through the refi. Let's say we're going through the refi process. Ooh. Oh, you. Oh, we can dive into that too. You don't want to get into the refinance. Talk to, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. So I'm gonna give you the play, y'all. 
I've been waiting for this. Talk to me. I've been waiting for this. You know, I don't really do podcasts too often. I, I got, I got, I got to get everything. You know, Josh, I, on, on episode. Am I good? Can we go? Okay, go, go. Listen, go. with the refinance, I tell people like this: the fastest refinance people out here, right? It's like three weeks. You can get, you can get a refinance done in twenty-one days. When you put your drywall up, when you're hanging the drywall in your house, right? You still have to do painting. Floors, doors, trim, cabinets, appliances, punching lists, like mm-hmm. cleaning, right? Mm-hmm. Leasing. Right. There's still quite a bit of things that get done. But if you are running a seamless project, when you put the drywall up, you should be applying for your refinance at that very moment. Mm. You know why? Because in three weeks, when a refinance should be ready to be closed, that's give you three weeks to continue the construction. Mm. So instead, I'm killing two birds with one stone. So I'm using the same three weeks to finish my project and move my refinance process along to closing. Mm. Now, here's the best part about it is most lenders are saying, hey, Marvin, in order for me to refinance, refinance your property, your property have to be leased out. You have to have tenants in place. Right. Or, hey, Marvin, you have to have a legal Airbnb and we need to know that it's a short-term rental. You got to have all your licenses, which most people don't have, right? Right. So... Me, I don't do Airbnb. I do long-term tenants. Right. So here, here's the thing. I got a new lender. I can't give out on here, but I, you know what I mean? That's fine. I got a new lender that say, you know what? I don't care if the building is leased out. I just need to see that it's fully renovated. Mm-hmm. My, oh, my. <laughs> do you understand how that changed the game? Talk to me. So I'm able to refinance immediately after construction is done without me having a tenant in place. Mm. Right? Here's the other kicker. Most lenders are only refinancing at 75% Loan to value. That's LTV, another three three letter acronym, right? right? LTV, loan to value. So your ARV, they only go up to seventy five percent of what the building is worth, mm-hmm. right? I have a lender that say, you know what? We go up to eighty percent LTV. Game changer. Eighty percent LTV. But that's that's just a little sprinkle. Let's put the cherry on top, right? Let's do it. Let's say you got a lender that say, hey, we do seventy five percent LTV. You need to have leases in place, right? Or the building need to be occupied, right? Right. Leasing in place, occupied. Mm-hmm. It could be occupied by anybody. Hmm. Hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on, listen, hold on, listen, hold, listen. hold on, hold on, hold on. It, it could be occupied by anybody. Mm-hmm. Right? So let me let me just ask you something real fast. Talk to me. When you, let's say you're selling the house, mm-hmm. what are some things you're going to do to entice that house to look good for the buyer? I'm going to dress it up nice, make sure the floor. Go ahead. I'm going to make sure, you know, make sure everything looks nice, mm-hmm. floors, everything's clean. Right. You know what I'm saying? What else are you going to do, though? Inside the house? Inside the house. Uh, I'm gonna after, after the rehab is done, now everything is beautified. It's walls painted, nice kitchen. I'm gonna put up, mix, put some furniture. Maybe put some furniture in there. Ooh, oh we, oh you hit that it? it. That's it. Okay, talk. Nail to in me. the coffin. You're gonna stage it. Oh, you're gonna stage the house. Hold okay. Marvin, listen to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. You're gonna stage the house to make the house look better than what it technically is, and give it understand. Because people, some people can't come into an open space and see what they can do with it. Mm-hmm. So you dress it up and make it look nice and put a couch here and TV here and flat screen here and vanity here and, and, and masterpiece here and centerpiece right. there and right. flowers and plants and all that to make it look good so they can envision what it could look like. Right. Now you you hired a stager. So what if you hire a stager to stage your oh. unrented building? Let me sip this water. Yeah. Unrented building. So I'm you can hire a stager to come into your building and stage the property. Shout out to my guy, Kyle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can stage the property. Mm-hmm. Literally stage the property and get the property appraised because it looked like it's occupied. Mm-hmm. My, my guy, Calvin Cannon Jr. Shout out to you, Kyle. Calvin got somebody 
that would come and put toothpaste residue in the sink. <laughs> like, like, yo, what? Listen, it gets real. Yo, what are you? What's going on? This is this, y'all. y'all listen, gotta, this is a whole. Okay, listen, go, 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 listen, go. Listen, listen, and, and you know what's crazy? I don't want people to think, ah, oh, it's a scam. Oh no, no. We got this advice from the lender. We won't see who our lender is. Mm. Our lender put us on game. Mm. Yo, listen. I said, yo, I ain't going to be able to rent this building out. I still got to get my tenants in there. We still got to do background checks. I got to make sure they make three times the rent. I got to do first last security. Then they got to move their stuff in. What if they don't move it? What if the furniture don't come for another two weeks? I can't refinance. The lender said, well, what you could do is... I'm like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? So now we have a, we have a specific lender that will come in and stage the property. Y'all see this? Stage the property, make it look occupied. Then the lender come in and say, the building occupied, we can cash you out. Y'all, the building is not staged. The building is not occupied. I'm sorry. All it is is staged. But during that time, guess what you're doing? You definitely seeking a tenant. You ain't, you ain't just keep running around and staging buildings and not getting real. Like, we got real tenants, y'all. Trust me, we don't have no vacancies at all. Shout out to that. Thank God for that. We don't have no vacancies, but I will say, if need be, if I got to get that money out, trust and believe we gonna stage that building. Yeah, that's 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 the cherry on top right there. You know what's crazy? I'm not gonna lie. I'm still stuck on toothpaste residue. What in Man, the detective listen. CSI files? Is, that is crazy. You gotta, you gotta make it look real. You gotta make it look real. If if it don't look real, it ain't happen. Hey man, listen, it's it's, it's serious, man. You hey gotta, man, listen. If y'all if y'all watching this. Rewind this part, video this part, tag myself, tag Marvin in this part, and let us know that you got some game off. Hey, of that. man. You know this what I mean? For real, for real. That's what that's what it's about. Okay, okay, okay. That's a gem. Mm -hmm. That's not even gem. That's the whole, that's that's the whole bank right mm -hmm. there. Yeah. That that's something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, 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 it's I'm, I'm gonna give him one more thing. Talk right. to me. I'm gonna give him one more thing. This man about to burn this. Okay. Yeah, this y'all got fire extinguishers somewhere. This, it's, about to, it's about to get spray. Go, go, go. Listen, go, right. go ahead. So what you want to do is when you get your appraiser to come out to the property, the appraiser wants to see the building occupied. Mm -hmm. Right? You got your girlfriend, mm -hmm. you got your boyfriend, right. got your cousin, you got your sister, you got your niece, you got somebody. You go ahead and put some items in there. You get the house staged and you put your little cousin in there. Her and her, her and her man or him and his female or however they do it, right? <laughs> They come in there. Now you knock on the door. Landlord. Landlord. Now the appraiser is seeing you make an honest effort to get inside an occupied building. Yo, what's going on in the Oh, my God. Man? Listen, so now we go in. My my cousin, <laughs> my cousin, who, who he don't know is my cousin, is in there cooking on the stove. Yo, what is going on on this podcast right Man, now, brother? It's serious. It's serious. It's you like, putting together a whole production. Listen, listen. But here's the thing. I, I want you to. I want. I want to tread lightly, and it's like I don't want to sell, sell false hope. This right here is what a lot of people are is doing, and I'm giving you the game so you can understand. I'm getting real tenants in place. Trust me. You can come to when you come to Philly. Come see me, right? Right. I have legitimate tenants who really have jobs and on subsidy housing and through programs and stuff like that. Like, I, I don't really have to go through this option because we make our units nice enough uh -huh. to have our buildings leased out. So I'm not really going through this process, but of course you got to know about it, right? right? So I'm giving you the game on how to get things done. And have I done it before? Absolutely. And when times when I wasn't able to get the tenant in or the tenant didn't have the funds to move in, but I already selected the tenant, uh -huh. you know what I mean? And she had to see, say, hey, 
knew I can't move in for another two and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. I said, you know what? I can't wait that long. I got to appraise the property. But I, that's not her concern. Mm -hmm. I got to do what I got to do in that two weeks. It's like a transactional thing. Right. You know what I mean? But trust me, the best way to go about this is to have tenants in place, mm -hmm. legitimate tenants. Mm -hmm. But if you need to, you got the game. Got the game. Yeah, that's 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 some that's some major game 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 right there. That's some gems right there. That's pressure. <laughs> yeah, I, I was looking for the fires and pressure myself. You know what I mean? I I don't see no sprinkler heads in here. You know what I mean? I I think one back there. You know what I mean? We we fire extinguisher over there. We need to get there. If I didn't if I didn't respect the studio so much, I, I'd move some furniture right now. L listen, this is, listen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know we 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 have we're gonna have to wrap this up, but the, yeah, I absolutely. Have to, but. There's one more part I want to touch on before we wrap this up, because this is, this is probably, you know, let's, let's say we get into the last part of this, this process. Yeah. You said something key. Let's talk tenants. Mm. This is, this is, this is, this is it, right? This is what's bringing in the money, right? This is, this is, this is, this is what makes us, now we going from, we taking off the real estate investor hat, we putting on the landlord hat here, right? Building business. We got our, we got our property fixed up. We gone through the refi process. We got toothpaste residue. Mm. We got, we got mm. all these different things, right? Finding finding tenants, man. How can we go about finding the right tenants for our property? Because we don't want to just bring anybody in. All right, man. Uh, you told me don't get no more gems out, but I just you you told me you said during the podcast, right? And prior to the podcast starting, you said you wanted to be like a, 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 master, a class. master class. You know what I mean? Let's go. This is an intensive. This is a one hour intensive. Let's go. You know what I mean? Shout out to my guy Runway Billionaire with the two day intensives and everything. Right. right? What you want to do is you want to be able to give people the game that they can go out and make actionable steps with today. 100%. With little to no experience. Right. Right. That people want, we live in a modern day. People right. want literally microwave, microwaveable success. They right. don't want to have to preheat the oven. and They don't want delayed gratification. They want instant gratification. With that being said, I don't rent to private tenants. Okay. I have private tenants, but I have changed my philosophy since then. Okay. There's nothing wrong. I'm not discriminating. Mm -hmm. My preference, shall I say, is to rent to somebody that has subsidy assistance, whether it's 50%, 75%, or 100%. Mm -hmm. So I want to rent to the program or the individual that has money being funded by the government of some sort. Mm -hmm. All right? So if you're the lawyer, the doctor, the dentist, and you're making six figures, my apartment's probably not for you. Right? Well, I'm, well I'll take you up course, right? But I, I, I'm looking for that long-term stabilized income from the government. Okay. From the government, right? So here's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to just drop it like this. There's a program. Everybody look this up. Take a pen pen and pad down. Mm -hmm. There's a program called the WA program. WA. Okay. That's, w, is that an acronym? That's an acronym. Okay. Another three-letter acronym. There you go. W-A-A. -A. Okay. Woman Against Abuse. Okay. That program. Yo, what's going on today? That, listen. Marvin, you know how you roll out the little the scroll right. and it just keep rolling? Right. And then you got to use a magnifying glass to see. That's right. how many tenants don't have housing on that list. Okay. All right? I'm only one individual and one investor. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to cross out each individual name, mm -hmm. trying to get these people placed. It's probably going to take me two and a half lifetimes to fill that up, <laughs> right? Okay. I need some help. Right. Other investors. Right. Women against abuse. Let's do something. Let's make a change. Mm -hmm. So here it is. I'm written to a program called Women Against Abuse mm -hmm. where they literally funding 95 to 100 mm. percent of the rent. OK. You hear? I, I hear you. So 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 your rent could be a thousand bucks. They paying nine hundred and fifty dollars. You getting other fifty dollars from your tenant. Mm -hmm. If the, uh, the tenant is. Hear me out. 
if the tenant don't pay they $50 a month, 50 times 12 is 600 If you're crying over $600, now most times they're going to pay you. Right. But $600 ain't going to make or break you. You're already getting a bulk of your money from the program. 100%. They do one bedroom. They do two bedrooms. I even think they do three bedrooms. But my, my philosophy is one and two bedrooms. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going for. So I don't have many three bedrooms, so I don't want to say they do, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure they do, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's females and who has multiple children and needs. And here's the thing. Once the children get of age, mm -hmm. they, the same-sex children can't can only reside in the space. But opposite sex, once they get, like, I think it's like seven years old, they have to have their own room. So now if you got a mother and a son and a daughter that's both older, older than seven, you know they need a three-bedroom. Mm -hmm. But if it was two seven-year-old boys or two seven-year-old girls, they can be in the same room. Mm -hmm. They don't have to switch. Mm -hmm. So now that right there, I know they do three-bedrooms because of that philosophy. Sure. You know what I mean? So I'm renting to a program that's just subsidy housing. And uh, when that check come in between the first and the fifth. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Ain't nothing like it. Ain't nothing like it. <laughs> Listen, Marvin, you, you asked me to come out to Brooklyn. I drove an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes with traffic. You know and I mean, circled the block twice for parking. I, they had to get this work today, bro. They had to get this work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get it, man. Yo, where you from? Like, no, you're not from Philly, brother. Yes, born and raised. North, North Philly. You're the entrepreneur. Man, I, thank you. No, absolutely. Thank you for having me. No, this was this was this was one of them ones. Yeah. This was uh this was, look, 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 look at Josh. I ain't <laughs> never seen Josh shake his head <laughs> after an episode. Look at that man in the corner. Listen, no, no doubt. Appreciate it, Josh. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Hey. Run these run, run these views up. That's that shit. Send this to a friend, a loved one. Let's let's uh let's 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 have Marvin bring it back and we can talk about the trucking one day. Uh, listen, you don't want to do that. You know what I mean? We, we ain't got the time today, but we can talk about trucking. I mean, let's run these views up. Maybe Marvin bring it back out to Brooklyn. We'll go ahead and talk about trucking on the next one. Oh, my God. <laughs> New Dodge for Noor. Listen, man. Real estate. I, man, what a, what a, I'm, I'm at a loss for words, brother. Appreciate that. I appreciate, I appreciate you so much for just coming here and dropping all the jewels, all yeah. the gems, all this game. Yeah. Well, you, even going back to the tennis situation, I thought he was about to say Section 80. I have never heard of what, what? I, you, yeah. Top management, have you ever, what, no? Listen, the what program, that's where it, I'm telling you, you, this program is nationwide. So if you're all, if you're anywhere, Colorado, Denver, Florida, Miami, Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Idaho, Boston, New York, it doesn't matter. Right. Look up the what program. They're, right. They have a bunch of different institutions, a, buffer, a bunch of different divisions mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of different individuals on that list that need housing mm -hmm. right and they're going to pay 95 to 100 percent so if i can get guaranteed money or potential money mm -hmm. i'm going to go with the guaranteed money every time every, every time. time so the what program woman against abuse shot to them i love y'all too by the way there you go no oh my god but we got it we got to get you out of here but before we do uh take a second of course to just let the people know where they can find you, yeah. uh, what you have going on, and uh, you know, just 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 leave them with some final words so we can wrap. This no thing doubt. Up. So so as mentioned, new the entrepreneur. You can follow me on all social media handles at n e w t underscore the entrepreneur. Okay. Uh some words of encouragement. Just just don't give up. You know what I mean. Uh, just keep pushing forward. Keep asking questions. Keep educating yourself. Get around like-minded individuals. Uh just because you didn't come from a millionaire family don't mean a millionaire family can't come from you. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And, and if you keep that true to yourself, uh, trust me, you're you on your way. You know what I mean? And uh, 
that's that's pretty much it, Marvin. There you go. My guy. Listen, Newt, thank you so much for sliding through. Absolutely, bro. And for everybody that tapped into this episode, if you haven't already, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure why you haven't, yeah. make sure you take a second, take a minute, take an hour out of your day right here, right now, to just go ahead, yep. slap the like button, and, sh- and tell a friend to tell a friend what just happened here. This mm-hmm. is... This is a massacre. This is this is illegal. <laughs> this is this is this is illegal, bro. No, this def- is, definitely illegal. This, this is not. This you is not. I mean? But man, no. In all seriousness, thank you for having, and of course, thank you for everybody that tapped in here yep. today. Um, like I say, as always, I'm Marvin Francois, my guy, new entrepreneur. Y'all have been good. We've been great. This has been amazing, and as always, thank you. Absolutely, and God bless, my thank guy. Thank you for having me. My guy. Let's get it.